0: This is the podcast for creatives and creators who are sharing their work with the world and as a result have found themselves in the rather uncomfortable role of online marketer. They're not really sure what to say, how to say it, or even if they should. If that's you, you're in the right place and the good news is you don't have to show up alone anymore. And here on the podcast, we'll look both at the stories you tell others in your emails, website copy and more, and the ones you're telling yourself. So, welcome. I'm Keely Reeves and you're listening to What I Wish I'd Said instead. Hey, so it's time to write your about page. That's amazing because it means you're out there doing things, putting work out into the world. And maybe you've already sat down to write your page and you found it way harder than you thought it was going to be. So you just added a quick bio and maybe a picture that you didn't hate and you've just called the thing done or you got overwhelmed and just put the about page in the timeout corner to sit there and think about what it's done to you. I totally get it. These pages are like the broccoli of the internet world. They're good for you, but they're really unfun to follow through with. And to fix that, we need to look at, firstly, what is making them seem like such an impossible feat. They're not, and you'll actually learn to love them after I've finished with you, but the process can feel daunting at first. And if you haven't written your about page, or you have, but you'd like to make it a bit snazzier, then this will help you too. Because even though they're not always the easiest thing in the world to write, if you have something that you're sharing with the world online, yes, you do need to write one. So in order to get to the good bit where we make it easier, we need to look at why it can be so hard or uncomfortable. There's probably stacks of things that make it difficult, but let's just look at three for now. Thing one, the stories you're telling yourself. The first reason that these pages can be uncomfortable to write is because of the inner narratives that will come up as soon as you sit down to start writing about yourself all sorts of fun things like, who are you to say that, write that, publish that, all of that stuff is going to come up. Things like, wait, you want to call yourself an artist? Who are you to call yourself that? Who are you trying to be? You haven't really done that much. Maybe you need more qualifications before you put this out there and so on. Self-doubt, imposter syndrome, those guys, that's what we're talking about. Thing two, we're not supposed to talk ourselves up. For so long, we're taught not to talk about ourselves, especially not brag about ourselves. That's really egotistical. But now suddenly our sweet little page comes along and we have to talk about our work and who we are on a public scale. And that's just a hard pass all around. And this may be more of a cultural thing, at least in Australia, it's, it's really difficult for us to talk ourselves up. In general, it's a bit of a thing that we don't big note ourselves, even if we're deserving of it. Our version of showing off is actually just kind of admitting that we're qualified for something. So it may be more of an issue here. So if you've always been in a place where you've been encouraged to talk about yourself and that's always felt okay, it may not be as big of an issue. But if this is something for you where it has always been something to shy away from talking about yourself, then it it will be really difficult to suddenly make yourself the center of attention. Thing three, try saying that six times fast. The third reason that about pages can be hard to approach is that maybe you're just not sure who you're writing for. Is it about you or them? How much are you meant to say? What about the fun facts? Are you meant to talk about your favorite drink, your current Netflix binge? What are you, what, what, what are you meant to say? How much do they need to know? And then you heard that your about page isn't about you. It's about them. And so that's confusing. So let's just take a moment to dive into this third thing right now. Here's the big sparkly life-changing news. Everything on your about page serves a purpose to either let the reader know they're in the right place, showcase your authority and passion, help them connect with you and build trust. Anything outside of that can start to feel a bit like a memoir or maybe even a little self-indulgent. So it's kind of like celebrities. When I was growing up at least, there was no social media, there was no opportunity to see our favourite movie stars or TV stars outside of special interviews on like in magazines or TV or, you know, behind the scenes featurettes on DVDs. So we soaked up every little detail of their favourite food, their favourite music the color of their toothbrush, like I just remember these dumb articles in the magazines because we just wanted to know a bit more about them, see the person behind who they were as this movie star. But these days we can see them in their everyday life through Instagram or Facebook, things like that. So we have that access to them. But the point is that we wanted to know those everyday details. We wanted to know what they were drinking, what they were eating, what they were watching because we wanted to feel like we could be connected to them because we kind of idolized them. So that's sometimes when I read about pages, it can feel a little bit like that. I think it can be done really well. I'm not saying you can't share those kind of little details, but it can start to feel a little bit celebrity-ish only because there's there's nothing really in it for me, if that makes sense. It can make you feel approachable and relatable if it's done well, but it's really a balance if it if it's coming from a place of, hey, I'm sharing this info because I'm really wanting to connect and I'm just wanting to open up a bit so you can see if A, I'm someone that you want to hang out with and B, it brings us back to the purpose of letting them know they're in the right place. It's just about putting it through that filter of saying, am I saying this for me or to connect with them? So if you take a look at your about page now, ask yourself with everything that you add to your page, put it through that filter and ask, is it meeting one of those three purposes? And then we can look at questions like, how much should you share? How long should your page be? And things like that. There is a lot of nuance to it. And uh, there are a few pieces that go into creating an about page that you love and feel proud of. So if you haven't already, make sure you download my free guide, How to Write Your About Page for the Overthinking Perfectionistic Creator. I do go through all of that in this guide. But just to give you an overview, the first thing people need to see when they land on your page is that they're in the right place. There needs to be a headline up the top of the page that says something to them really speaks to them and that makes them want to keep reading. I give you some ideas on how to approach that headline or what I call a grabby statement in the guide. So if you're not sure how to write that kind of headline, make sure you check that out. And if you're an artist and your work is about gorgeous things for the home or calligraphy or things like that, this still applies. That headline just needs to be about pulling out what makes your creations unique and what will be the benefit to them for purchasing it or owning a piece. And then if that gets you thinking, but my work is just art, it's just pretty, it's not really solving any problems. That's not true. And I probably should do a whole episode just on that. In fact, I will. I just decided you heard it here first. The benefit of someone's art could be about helping people find beauty in the smaller moments, in bringing comfort, in inspiring people to feel calmer or maybe even braver. There are so many things art can do. But as I said, that's a tangent. They're the kind of things you want to be focusing on. Secondly, They need to know both what you can help them with and that you are able to help them, that you have the qualifications, the social cred, that kind of thing. Thirdly, they need to know what to do next. You can't just leave them hanging, help them out, direct them on where to go next. But I do go through, as I said, all these steps in more detail in the guide. And once you've got it and you're going through and creating your about page, don't be surprised when those stories that we talked about earlier start coming up. Those lovely self-doubts and imposter feelings will show up. And I know it's easy for people to say, just punch self-doubt in the face. It's not so easy to actually do, but I do think it can be helpful that instead of listening to those stories that come up, we can start telling ourselves something new. So here's an example of what we could say instead. I'm the person doing whatever your awesome skill or work is, and it feels scary and amazing all at once. And I'm doing it whether self-doubt shows up or not. I've worked hard to be where I am now. I've got something to share and I don't care if it feels like I'm an an egotistical maniac for talking about myself on my about page, for crying out loud, I'm doing it anyway. We don't have to pretend to be anything we're not. I don't want it to be like Joey in Friends where every single one of his special skills is completely fictional. That's not what we're going for. We're not telling ourselves or others untrue, big hyped up stuff about ourselves. That's always a big no-no. But deliberately and intentionally telling ourselves the right kind of stories are really going to help us as we start showing up and sharing our work. There's really no magical answer. I'm sorry for this, except to acknowledge it feels a bit gross and that's normal and okay. And to just keep going anyway, if you can recognize that and keep going, then that's winning, moving through all that gross stuff anyway. And actually just for a moment, let's talk about that because when it comes to feeling uncomfortable, it becomes such a nice thing that we write on pretty graphics about getting out of our comfort zone. And we've just heard it so much that I think it's lost its meaning and its power So let's just think about some things for a second that make us feel uncomfortable as in like the first world version, nothing traumatic, just surface level stuff right here. So wet socks or wet shoes. I I really hate that. Stepping in puddles is all fun and games until your socks get wet. It's just gross. Having something in your shoe, your sock sliding into your shoe as you're walking, knowing your sock is moving underneath your ankle and just one foot, not both. It's like even worse. I'm not sure why the first three things that came to my mind all had to do with my feet, but let's keep going. What about working out in the burn of the movement when your muscles feel like they are just zinging or a scratchy jumper where the fabric is digging into your skin or when a hair blows in front of your face and it's sticking to your lips and you can't move it because you're like loaded up with grocery bags or something or walking to the mailbox on spiky gravel with bare feet again with the feet thing. Okay, so that'll do for now. So now imagine that as you're sharing your work, it feels like you're walking on spiky gravel with bare feet. Do you hop off the gravel and just forget about it? Because you can, you totally can. But you won't get to the mailbox. The only way to your unique destination is to keep going on that gravel until your feet get used to it and it feels like smooth pebbles. But to get there, you have to keep stepping. Keep feeling that spiky, jabby stones poking into your soft skin and the sharp pain. And for the most part, just keep hobbling along as best as you can. That's discomfort. That's what getting out of your comfort zone feels like. It's gross. It's painful. We're hobbling along, wondering if we made a mistake, wanting to run back to the smooth ground, wondering if we'll ever get there. You're being brave with every step. And so as we're stepping, we need to go back to those stories we're telling ourselves. It's okay that it feels gross right now. It won't forever. I'm not going to choose the smooth ground right now. I want the spiky gravel because that's going to get me where I want to go. Anyway, I hope that helps a bit. And if you've got any other thoughts on this, let me know. I really do love hearing from you. And if you'd want that about page guide, just head to storytellingsidekick.com get your about page done, or you can grab the link from the show notes. Either way, it's all yours, and I really hope it helps.